Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Fudge and Meat. My name's Anastasia, they call me Meat. And my name's Lily, and they call me Fudge. They do call you that. Um, So we are here today, and it's no secret that the Packers have been doing ridiculously well. Um, We're going to talk a little bit about the previous game with the Packers versus the Steelers, what went right, what went wrong, um, our thoughts about it. But first, we're going to start off with some MLB updates from Lily Shu, and then I have a fan sent in question for her. Oh boy, howdy, okay. I said okay. it to you a while ago and we just never covered it. <laughs> oh, okay, wait, I think I remember this. Okay, so, yes. so, so, so. Give us the updates. Um, yeah, so I'm going to do a more Brewers-related update first, um, just so we can kind of be aware of, you know, what to expect um, in the coming days. So, uh, for those of you wondering who follow the Brewers, the Brewers will be playing this Friday and Saturday, and those will be two games at American Family Field, which is very exciting. So those are coming up, um, which is <laughs> crazy to already imagine. So they're playing at 3.37 on Friday and 4.07 on Saturday. And then Monday so and Tuesday. In. Yeah, Monday and Tuesday they will be playing um, in Atlanta. And Corbin Burns will be the starter uh, for the first game of the NLDS. Um so watch out for that. Uh, future Cy Young winner Corbin Burns will be started. Um, and he'll be facing Charlie Morton of the Braves. So I will actually be casting on our, our good old friend ColorCast um, for that yeah, game. Yeah, I was going to mention that Lily's, this is sort of a competition type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if we have any listeners on this podcast, please get a ColorCast account. Uh, you just get the app. If you want to listen to us commentate the Packers, go for it. But if, you, if you're if you going to listen to anything, listen to Lily do this because she could win stuff, which is cool. Yeah, literally, please. Um, it'd be great. I'm also going We're to begging be covering... You. Yeah, I'm also going to be covering um, on Thursday night the ALDS game one. And that's going to be the Rays versus either Boston, the, the Red Sox, or the New York Yankees, which that game is currently in process, and the Red Sox are leading. So I will also be commenting on that game, but we'll be posting a lot on our uh, Twitter and Instagram stories talking about which games I'll be covering. But yeah, so that sh- this should be a very exciting postseason. Um, I want to see if they... Here, I want to go over my bracket very quickly, and... What I expect uh, to happen, oh, let me, let me take a quick peeksie. So, um, basically, oh, well, they didn't send me my bracket. They just told me who I thought was going to win. Let me just pull it up really quickly, because I know who I picked. Um, so. We're ready. We're anxiously waiting. It's pretty good. I don't know. I mean, it's also extremely biased. So, I'm going to go from... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm gonna go in order from AL to the NL. So first of all, in the ALDS, actually no, let me cover wild card first. I believed, uh, believe still that the Boston uh, Red Sox will beat the New York Yankees and will go on to play the Tampa Bay Rays. The Rays will then win that series and advance to the ALCS. I think in the ALDS, where it's the White Sox versus the Astros. I hate the Astros, but I do think they're going to win, and I think they are going to beat the White Sox. 
in the ALCS, I think Tampa Bay will beat the Astros and move on to the World Series. And then for um, for the good old National League, I think the St. Louis Cardinals will beat the LA Dodgers, which is kind of a hot take, but I think they're just too hot right now. And we'll move on to the NLDS. Also got to have an upset in there somewhere, you know? Yeah, and that's kind of where I'm going with the disappointing... Uh, Putting the Astros through, I know is gonna. A lot of people are gonna hate me, but again, sorry. Um, especially because I know some White Sox fans. But again, I think, I just think the Cardinals can take down the the Dodgers, no question. So I think they'll continue on to play the Giants, and then I think the Giants will in fact beat St. Louis, and then the Brewers and um, the Atlanta Braves will be playing in the NLDS. I think the Brewers are gonna win. And once it's face, once <laughs> listen, I'm going for it all here. I'm spoiler. No, alert. it's all right. it's all right. Spoiler alert! I think the Brewers are going to win the World Series. So, um, Brewers versus Giants in the NLCS, and I think the Brewers will overcome and beat the Giants. Um, again, wow. they had a good record um, during the season against them, and then I think in the World Series it'll be the Rays versus the Brewers, and the Brewers will win. Um, I would also like to note for those who are picking the Braves over the Brewers in the NLDS, the Brewers did better. They in their like series where they faced off this year, Brewers beat them. So don't be a downer. Don't be a doubter. Claws up. Let's go. So th- those are my predictions for the World Series. I love Thank it. Thank you. So write those down because we have a scary habit of predicting things, especially hot takes and having them come correct there's one we'll address later when we start talking about football uh, but you better write that down because odds are she's right because we're we just have a terrible habit of doing this listen if for some reason tell me why this will be the thing that i'm right about for some reason um but yeah i don't know i'm pretty excited this is you know this is my joker the world series with the chance for the brewers to play in it this is my joker Hey, I love it. We're going for that Wisco sweep. We got the Bucks. The Packers are in good shape, and the Brewers are looking pretty, pretty fire. So, might as well just manifest it and put it out there that we're gonna win. <laughs> I'd be happy for the rest of my life if the Brewers won the World Series, like straight up. So the rest of your life. Yeah, honestly, like I, that's not the even the rest a of joke. her life, guys. You could, yeah. this could bring her joy for the rest of her life. Yeah, actually. That's so, big. yeah, like you, y'all, y'all, y'all ain't understand. <laughs> like this, let's. I, I, I can't put it into words. It's just, it's too. I mean, she too did emotional. the rest of her life. What, what more does she need? Brewers win, and then like fully accomplished. That's yeah. it. And again, Dunzo. I do. Well, I mean, I. Mary and Christian Yelich would be. <laughs> All right. Dude, should I keep that one in there? <laughs> I don't know whether you want to or not. But I would like to note, um, I did make a promise last episode that if the Brewers did indeed, I'm going to even just say if they make it to the World Series this year, so not even win, if they make it to the World Series this year, I will get a 22 tattooed somewhere. So. Love that. I'll hold that. that. I already proposed that I would get a Super Bowl tattoo for the Packers if we win with Aaron Rodgers. If it's Jordan Love, I will not be commemorating that on myself because no, it's Jordan Love for very good reason. I will, 
I am just putting this out there now. Um, so this is a bet. I am shaking the hand of <laughs> the viewers, the listeners, our listeners, and with our me. roomies and ballers, each have yeah. one hand. I will hold myself to this. I'm committing right now. All right. Call her out. Here. Call you her heard out. it. You heard it here first, folks. Oh God. <laughs> this is a terrible. All right. Um. <laughs> terrible idea. We we had a question from a a fan. I don't know if they yeah. are a roomie or a baller. I didn't get a Something. chance to ask. Yeah. Um, they said Colin Picard. So what's <laughs> up, Picard? <laughs> How you doing, bro? Um, How you doing? But the question was, um, mm-hmm. in regards to football, it is a thousand percent a team sport, right? Like no matter how amazing your quarterback is, if the rest of your team sucks, you're going to fail. But also how the plays work is everyone is working together and it's a lot of moving pieces. Um, And especially with the Packers, we've seen, you know, Aaron Rodgers and his team, they have this special bond that I think really helps them succeed, like this camaraderie. Now, Mm -hmm. baseball is a little different. It's a little more individualized playing. And so his question was, how important is camaraderie camaraderie with with the team so how can the yankees play together when they all freaking hate each other so the thing is again it it, though baseball does have a lot more individual aspects to it uh in terms of that when you're on the offense a lot of it comes down to what you do specifically but i do think it isn't taking into account how much of that still is like a team effort in terms of Hey, you know, in the, who's hitting cleanup, they're a really good hitter. So you want to get on base for them. You want to get on base so that they have the opportunity to get you into scoring position or get you home. So even though it is a little bit more individual in that regard, you still are trying to move guys. You're trying to work together and put yourself in the best position possible to do that. Um, another example of that, too, is in the outfield or just on defense in general. There's a lot of moments where, you know, you're communicating, working through that, um, trusting in your other, in your teammates, or between the pitcher and the catcher. That chemistry is so important, and that bond and connection between a pitcher and a catcher is so important because there's a lot Mm. of mutual trust um, and listening to each other. So I kind of just wanted to, like, note that first of all and, like, kind of put that out there. But I do think that camaraderie and just that team chemistry is probably one of the most important things in baseball team succeeding because at the end of the day of course you can have all these really talented pieces but if y'all if like y'all don't like working with each other if you don't like playing with each other and you hate each other you're not gonna do as well as you could if you really all get along or most of you get along and have this kind of team spirit and of course like you can still continue to do well because you're good players you're good athletes um you know maybe you can kind of get by by just enjoying each other's presence and like working with it that way but it is still a team sport at the end of the day and the thing is yeah each guy they can want to win it but when you want to win it for the heart of the team when you want to win it for each other and you want to win and continue to do well for each other and for the betterment of the team, the organization, everything like that, you have to have that sort of chemistry 
to get there. And I think a really great example of this well, is, I think, for Well, I think what you're saying there is essentially, if, if you're doing it for yourself, that's one thing, right? You can mm-hmm. be a talented athlete. You could even compete against your other teammates and try to do better. But when you're doing it for your team, your organization, the fans, that's a lot more pressure on you and gives you a lot more pressure to perform better. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think a great example of this, um, for example, even this year, are the Milwaukee Brewers. The team has such a great chemistry in the dugout. You can tell they're all pals. They are all just so happy for each other and want to do this for each other. But the other great example of this is um, the Washington Nationals in 2018, where their team was kind of like ragtag, you know. Nobody was like this insane player like other than maybe like, you know, uh, Juan Soto and Max Scherzer, some of these guys. But otherwise, it was kind of just a lot of, like, guys who were there and in it. For example, Howie Kendricks was insane. He was pretty much, I think, got um, MVP of the NLCS. And that team was just continuing to fight through it. And they had this will and this desire and this want to win. Of course, a lot of people are also going to say that that's luck. But I think as an organization and as a team, they all collectively were like, hey, we can do the this. The baseball season is way too long for luck to take you the entire way. Yeah, and I mean, this is the other thing to note too. You play in a series. Other than the wildcard games in the postseason or even just like kind of throughout, you're playing series. You're not just playing like one random game and that decides it all. You're playing in series, so you are giving yourself more of a chance to both like put it all out in the line but also you you just have to really kind of play that game and that strategy so I do think that's like a good question but I do think at the end of the day camaraderie and chemistry within a team is always going to pull you ahead because how good can you be if you don't have that connection with your teammates I I think we forget how much of a team sport baseball really is sometimes Mm-hmm. That was a beautiful answer to a very good question. I thought it was yeah. a fun question. I'm glad he asked. We haven't really um, gotten any, like, viewer fan questions, so if you guys know, have any... please ask us. Please ask love... us. We we love to tell you our opinions. I mean, that was that's, like, our favorite thing to do. <laughs> Give God, our we, opinions. We just won't stop. <laughs> no, and I mean, I don't know. I'm passionate. We're passionate. Give us things to talk we about. We are passionate. Give us things you're curious about. Uh, so I want to move on because I, we were talking about <laughs> how, you know, our predictions just come true. Yeah. And I don't know how many episodes ago I said Davis Mills will be the starting QB in one <laughs> to three years. <laughs> now, a few days ago, news came out that they were looking to trade Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> so I... I, I'm not, it hasn't happened yet. I'm not really saying anything, but I just, uh, you know, I said it partially as a joke, but also you got to give us some credit. We, anything we say that's even a joke kind of, kind of comes to fruition. It's a little scary. So, um, just watch out for our boy Mills. Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna pop off. Ignore his four interceptions last game. He's gonna pop off. Like, you don't understand how we also feel when this happens because we're not expecting it. We throw these well, things we out say, there. What we say 
I say like 90% of what we say we almost say is like a joke. Yeah. Like Davis Mills, oh, I feel so mean. He's like a mean. <laughs> come on, come on, come on. Come on. It's a, Davis, please don't listen to me. Please, please. We love um, you. He is kind of like a meme to us. Yeah. Um, Davis, we do love you because roomies and ballers are named after you, Davis Mills. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably wouldn't even know where that comes from. I'm dying for people to find out. I don't think he'd know where it comes from either. No, if he hears us and is like, why are they crediting? He's gonna be like, why that? Why the hell am I a roomie and a baller? It is such a niche. I hope he remembers it. That 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 is a core memory just drilled into my brain. So Sam. So, but yeah, like, he's a meme. He is a meme, and he's gonna be the starting quarterback in one like, to three years. So y'all. I just, like, just, I don't know what to say. So. Like, <laughs> I d- Just we, say that I'm right. <laughs> we give, we hand just out the takes. Just say that I called it. Yeah, and you were right, and you called it. We say the takes that everybody else is too scared. Too afraid to say. <laughs> we have no fear. We say what you're thinking, but you're, you know what? I think, it's like you were talking about, this whole women in sports thing, that as a woman... Some guy was like, oh, I like that you're not afraid to admit that you're wrong. And it's like, you know what? As women, people already don't expect that we know anything. Yeah. So at this point, I have no fear in saying this bullshit that comes into my brain. (laughs) No, you know, there might be these, like, you know, overweight white men who've never played a... already judged. You know, they've never played a sport in their life, but they're more qualified. Dear God, I've never touched a football. (laughs) Yeah, and, and they're more qualified to talk about it. And we have the same experience, so you know what? <laughs> Who cares? We're gonna talk about it. You know it. what? Because we're ar- because we're already judged. That's why we're not afraid to say what's on our minds. And no. y- y'all better listen because it seems like we're kind of on the right track. <laughs> so listen, listen. That was just a little like PSA. Uh, we wanted to just address it to the public, and we don't have anything to lose. We're gonna no, we're gonna give quite these literally takes not. Out. I mean our podcast tagline is we're completely unqualified to give our opinions, but we're gonna. We're gonna. We never said we know what we're doing. No. <laughs> we never said that. That's not a claim um, we make. I feel like we keep tricking people into thinking we're qualified. <laughs> like the amount of opportunities I've been given when I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I mean like, we're, guys, we're paid Packers commentators. Mm-hmm. We're paid to sit and talk about the Packers. I mean, I will say, at the end of the day, do we know a lot? Of, like, to be honest. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, but still, like, we sometimes it's have like, to just sit it's here. It's also, like, self-taught. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is, that's the thing. This is all, like, from our own, like, all... Self, just from self-taught. a noggin. Yeah, we all... we just from a noggin. This was driven, like, by myself. This was driven by yourself. By passion. Yeah. By passion, by... So... Uh, and now we're getting y'all. paid to do shit, so... Go <laughs> us. Oh, yeah. Oh, my. It's our dream. Oh, my. Um, so, <laughs> getting into the Packers game. Yeah, man, we got... Aaron Rodgers... Aaron Rodgers on fire, like, always. Mm. I, I don't even know what to say about him. He was doing well. I, you know, he dropped back in the pockets. He scrambled a few times. Uh, we talked about it, that he 
I, I think what makes a sign of a great quarterback, I said this while we were casting, is that if you are, it sounds so mundane, if you as a quarterback are able to run it for yards and slide. Yeah. Now, I think that my reasoning is that that is super dangerous. I think a lot of quarterbacks choose not to because they don't want to be at risk of getting hurt, right? Like, they have this whole little O-line, like, what is my, what? Boy, <laughs> might as well just fall over mm-hmm. and get sacked gently you know kind of take yourself down um but or or I, a lot of quarterbacks just throw it away under pressure mm-hmm. um, but I think a sign of a great quarterback is when you're able to analyze the field and recognize that this is a moment that you could take into your hands to get those yards and mm-hmm. you do yeah and you do um and we saw that from Aaron Rodgers which first first of all proved to us that like age-wise he's still super able um yeah but like I said I think it takes a lot of talent a lot of um courage to do that in a football game because it is putting yourself out there mm-hmm. and he did it successfully like always so wash quick note Aaron Rodgers killed it washed wet I washed saw some who? comments that were like lol Aaron Rodgers isn't the MVP like so dumb and I'm like are you watching this man like literally we're okay i think i think i think maybe a few years ago when we had a shit o-line and he was like under pressure every second and like doubled over in tackles like yeah maybe he looked a little bit out of shape but like now that he has the time to do what he can do like i don't understand how you can look at aaron Rodgers and say that he doesn't have it listen i don't think we i mean again we're only a handful games into the season four games into the season but I don't think either of us expected him to do as well as he's been doing now. Jesus Christ, no, I didn't. So, it's like, it's, this whole season is just giving me very much XLV vibes, you know? We got, we got some of these veterans, we got Randall Cobb back, and Randall Cobb is looking good! He got multiple touchdowns last game, I'm gonna cry. Like, y'all. Um, I don't, I don't know what's happening, but talking about Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb did incredibly... Uh, we talked a bit about this. I think it's important for us to point out the position that Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard have on offense. Mm. Because I've seen a lot of tweets of people kind of calling them useless, which makes me laugh. Because if you know anything about football, being useful does not mean you're catching the fucking ball. Like, yes, I know they're wide receivers, yep. but there's so much more you can be doing, and it's what they are doing. Um, so watch any game. Pay attention to 18 and 13, and you'll see this, that... Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb are specifically Alan Lazard Mm -hmm. incredible at blocking. They know exactly where to go to open up a path for other guys to get those yards and get that touchdown. Mm -hmm. You know, like Alan Lazard was responsible for Aaron Jones getting a touchdown two weeks ago. And in this past game, he was so helpful to Randall Cobb. And it's just, it literally makes me laugh that people think they're useless just because they're not the ones catching the ball because it's like, are you actually watching them? Listen. Because half of these attempts would not be successful without these guys there doing what they're doing on the field. Like, listen, they're not going to be on the team. They're not going to be out on the field if they're useless. I'll tell you that. How do you that. think Aaron Jones is making these incredible runs? Tell me. You know, that, that little himself. That little channel that opens up for Aaron Jones to let him run it down the middle, where do you think that comes from? Moses, I mean, of course, initially. God. <laughs> yes, yes. The, when a, when Aaron Jones breaks past the line of scrimmage, Moses comes down and parts the sea for him. No, that's that's those guys, Randall Cobb and Alan Lazard, like really just 
being a good someone said I sent you this tweet where they said Alan Lazard seems like he's somewhere between a tight end and a wide receiver and they don't really know what he what he, we should call him but dear god he's good at football and I agree ooh should we call him a tight receiver or a tight wide receiver end? or a wide end <laughs> Um, please tweet us what you think. Maybe we should do, like, a Twitter poll. Uh, like, like quote, tweet that tweet and be like... <laughs> tight receiver or wide um, I'm gonna go... God, I love that. I like, I like tight receiver. End, baby. Oh. I like wide end. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a great name. I think... It's a little inappropriate, and that's exactly why I like it. Ellen Lazard, wide end. <laughs> he's my wide end um <laughs> i just thought it was important to put that out there because it was, it was severely good. pissing me off having people be like Wendell Cobb and Ellen Lazard are useless i'm like okay you no. know who's useless kevin king yeah um <laughs> god aren't i'm sorry aren't we so, just in a silly goofy mood today <laughs> i feel like i am i feel like i'm very passionate right now yeah I we're feel like i'm mood. fired up <laughs> But we are in a mood. Kevin King. Kevin King. Kevin King. So, news. Kevin King is now active again. He can play. And um, so this is the issue. This is the issue. We were watching the game and literally out loud saying, I hope no one else gets injured. Like, I can't do it. And of all people, Jair Alexander. <laughs> I think it's a wrist or arm thing. Um, but Jair got hit pretty badly on the field, walked off, and he's not expected to play next game, which means Kevin King probably will. Yeah. You know. You know, and Eric Stokes was doing so good in his spot, and it's... I... It just doesn't make this make sense. Packers, make this make sense. Because You're right now... There isn't someone on the practice squad who's a little bit better because... Wait, let me pull up the stat I sent you. I thought it was so oh, funny. You know exactly it's ridiculous. What I'm about. This it, is literally ridiculous. This will ridiculous. make you vomit. Yeah. This will make you vomit. Kevin King has allowed more yards than Eric Stokes this season. Okay. Kevin King has been targeted six times. Stokes has been targeted 25. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't even know what to say at this point. It blows my mind because there are so many people who still think that Kevin King is, like, a valuable player. Um, yeah. Like, I what? just... <laughs> again, it... No... Nothing bad to say about him as a person. We're not we're not going to trash that. It's just how is he still on our team? How is he still on our roster? Why do we still put him in? Why do we still have faith in him? So many wonderful questions. Who's vouching for him? So jeez, I I don't know. I would love to know. I would love to know cuz it's not me. I just I think Gutekunst and the floor are so smart. I just don't understand what they see in him. This is the one um, that they're like, maybe they just have a soft spot for him. And he's always like, no, I'll do, I can do he's it. Like, Guys, please. But I can do it. I promise. I promise. And they're like, um, okay. So once again, Aaron Jones really led the running game, but 
there was a lot of plays from AJ Dillon and it was so it's so fun because we said that we really wanted him as this bulldozer get one or two yards type of guy and the Packers are finally using him for that I feel like he's yep. being utilized in the way that we want him to mm-hmm no we're finally seeing him used how we've how we think he should be used and it seems like maybe it took a little bit for them to find out the right situations for him, even though we've been new. Uh, but it's nice to see it like paying off and to see him really being a great part of our like offense now. Mm-hmm. And also, we were saying that we felt like there was a real lack of Devontae Adams in the first few games. Um, that has clearly completely shifted. We said that after last week... Uh, Devonta Adams was the number one targeted player and receiver, and he has kept that spot for top receptions. Um, following behind him, Tyree Kill is at 30, uh, so is DJ Moore, so is Cooper Cup, but Devonta Adams, number one at 31. Shocker. shocker. Beautiful. Beautiful. Shocker. Um, as for other records, uh, Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> His name just left my brain. Aaron Rodgers <laughs> got know. his four. <laughs> Who, who's that guy? Um, What's the one? The guy? He got he's his, like, who's the one with the long hair that needs a haircut? The main um, one? The main character of the team? You know, he like he like has the ball. Um, <laughs> the main character. Aaron Rodgers got his 420th touchdown pass which moved him up the leaderboard for touchdown pass leaders of all time. And he is tied at number six with Dan Marino. Philip Rivers is at 421. And the next is Brett Favre at number four for 508. So, of course, next game, I have a feeling he's going he's gonna to move up a spot. But I, I definitely think within a few games he might beat. Mm, actually, that's a good few. <laughs> maybe maybe by the end of the season. We'll see. That would be a end fun challenge is will he beat Brett Favre? Can he get another another 48? It's a, Ooh, it's a fat number. It, I um, think he could do it, though. But we'll see. I It's I, something where I think it's in Aaron Rodgers' wheelhouse. Um, so we'll see if he passes up to number fourth pass catcher of all time. But I can guarantee by next game he will probably be at number five, which is incredible. Um... Yeah, third. Tom Brady's number one. Ooh, I did... Speaking of Tom Brady, I did see a really good tweet about a Halloween costume. For, like, a couple's costume. Is it Gronk and Brady? No, it's um, Tom Brady and his son, and you basically just spend the whole night making out. And then you just make out. The entire night. So, if you have a... Boyfriend, couple's costume. So, if you're not like us and have somebody in your life <laughs> uh, do it do what we would love to do be the couple's costume I, we wish we could do <laughs> I, that's that's actually blowing my mind with how incredible that is again I um, saw it on twitter all credits to them because holy shit what an idea what a great idea like, again, if I could, I I'm would. Currently, putting out a PSA for a boyfriend just for Halloween, so I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> listen, like, hey guys, listen. Um, fun idea. Would Would that be inappropriate to put on my like actual snap story? 
No, I'll screenshot it and repost it. Okay, perfect. Wait, let me find... Here, um, hold on. Let me pull up that tweet for you. Okay, Eric Baby Stokes Cakes? has been doing fantastically. Uh, Eric Stokes... Uh, yeah, he's... Uh, the place of Kevin King, we said that stat, that he's really just making me question why Kevin King was ever signed in the Packers to begin with. Yep. Um, he does have a good few PIs. He gets one about every game. Um, some of them I think are warranted, but there's a good, I think like half of them that I don't necessarily agree with. And that's not really as a Packer fan. I just think they really like to call Eric Stokes on the PIs for some reason. I think it's like, I don't know if they're just like, he's young and he probably did something wrong there. Boo. Or like what's happening. Like, I don't know. But he, again, there's know. a few moments I where. I feel like he's being targeted. There's a few moments where I think he really is just, like, needs to be a little cleaner and needs to be watching himself a little bit more. But for the most part, I think he's doing a good job of being clean. Yeah, no, I think I think he's really talented. I'm glad we picked him up. And I think within the next few years, he'll be super valuable. Um, we need more Tunyon. Loud. We absolutely need more Tunyon. Um, I'm very shocked that we haven't used him as much as we wanted to. He's gotten a few receptions, but been targeted a few times. Kind of coverage sometimes it's just not in his hands. I feel like Over I feel time. like we can use a lot more Tunyon. Um, yeah, hell of a lot more. So Rogers, because we know you're listening to this, we would like you to throw it to Robert Tunyon to Please. fulfill our fantasies. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I actually, I do have a, a comment that I thought of earlier in the game, I, or earlier in this recording, that I think is genius, personally. Um, so, Kevin King is the anti-Tunyon in the fact of we do bring up Robert Tunyon every single episode because of how much we love him, but it seems like we have brought up Kevin King almost every episode but to proclaim a different statement. So, he is the anti-Tunyon. He really, he comes up because I literally just hate him that much. And yeah. it's because in the first half when he was playing, he fucked up that badly. And now that he's out, we're talking about how incredible we're doing on defense without him there. <laughs> so, like, you know. I don't know, I just all of a sudden was like had this realization that I'm like, oh, it's like Christ and the Antichrist. Or, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah, I do like Christ and Antichrist, except uh, Aaron Rodgers is Green Bay Jesus. Um, another fun thing that we'd like to talk <laughs> about is we heard that Aaron Rodgers is Ooh. growing out his hair for a Halloween costume. Uh, yeah. We'd love to know what you think. I personally think it's going to be for Jesus. Lily suggested Jedi. Jedi have great long hair. Um, I have a... But if you I, have any suggestions, mm -hmm. let us know. Because yeah, I am... If that's canon, I'm excited. Apparently, uh, yeah, I was able to find that it is, in fact, true. It is something he said, but I am certain. Yes. I am positive he is going to be going as Obi-Wan Kenobi and fulfilling his profile picture and just doing exactly that. I am like yeah. He has certain. had that photo up for a long time. I feel like it'd be a, like a, a a move for him. 
I don't know I, if there's I been... think Jesus would be funny, but I am leaning towards Jedi a little bit more. There's not a Just take I've ever Wars. been... Right? There's not a take I've been more certain about ever. This one's true. This one is the one. So This is the one. Again, would I like Just him to Just let be... us know what you think. I love, I love, I hated his hair, but now because I like costumes and knowing it's like a commitment to a costume, now I love it. Um... Yeah. And I mean, you don't know how much I'd love to see Green Bay Jesus, so if it ain't Obi-Wan Kenobi, <laughs> Green Bay Jesus would be great. I would like Jesus. I would like yeah. Jesus. Um, well, thank you guys for listening to another episode. That was very chaotic, but I'm still going to post it because that's how we are baby that's what we're all go look about at our twitter here. we posted if you think alan lazard is a tight receiver or a wide end go vote so bad it's so good. i love it um but we'll see you next week and we love you we love you bye bye